This episode is brought to you by your local binman. He's a hard-working <laughs> chap, isn't he? Waking <laughs> up at 5 a.m. You know, like a champ. Yes. <laughs> Welcome on in. <laughs> We're glad to have you come. Um, this is Fear of Anything. Sponsored by Binman. Yeah, Binman. I was going to say, do you mean to, in honour of or by? No, 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 no. Those work in that profession. Uh, are they not paying us? Oh, man. Uh, that free ad. <laughs> okay, guys, what do we do here then? What do we do? I don't know. <laughs> you, you can tell we rehearsed this, don't we? Okay, we do films, games, music, tech, whatever we really fancy talking about. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics you'd like us to talk about in the future, um, please comment below. Uh, we'll uh, think about maybe perhaps doing it. If comment, comment below if you're listening to us on YouTube. Obviously, if you're listening to us via podcast, you won't be able to do that. You can always email us, but the details of that will be coming up at the end. And they're also yeah. in the description anyway. So there cool. we go. Yeah. Um, Some people might not, might not see us on YouTube at all. So perhaps, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Yes, thank you for asking. Not so bad. So, um, no aches and pains? No, I've got no aches and pains, thank you. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Devin, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm good, man. It's all right, isn't it? I, no, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Now, we'll be here, obviously, for the next hour, chit-chatting away. <laughs> so if you want to go grab a sweet, sweet beverage and enjoy the show, um, Perhaps, Devin, have you got any pickups from last week? Oh. Wait, there was one somebody has been in touch, but I don't know if any, who wants to read it to us. Go on, Devin. Shall I go for it? Okay. Yeah, you go for it. Excellent. So we got some more news. If you remember from episode five, was it? Yeah, episode five. Wow. We had our special guest uh, executive producer, <laughs> Trinity, on the show. Yeah. She was talking to us about Sims. Uh, like all, the, all good things about Sims, and we did mention Sims Five in that. So it's got some yes. new, new news about the Sims. The news is there is no release date for Sims Five as of yet, but it's likely to come out in 2021 or late 2020. We have been told the graphics will be improved with the online feature. There will be options to visit your friends' households and creations. It will have the open worlds, um, vehicles, and full neighborhood customization. Excellent. Yes. I'm a bit concerned, though. Does that mean, then, that the multiplayer aspect of the game is just going to your friend's house? Yeah. It's the thing I don't know. That's why yeah. I was You want to visit your friend's house while your friends are there, don't you, really? Yeah, you want to play together. Yes. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, clearly, yeah. What, who are the makers of Sims? EA. Oh, come on, EA, get your act together. We need to be able to multiply <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got another comment on our uh, Georgia Hire um, oh, segment. Yes, when we read the short story. Um, yes. They wanted to be anonymous, but they said, uh, they pointed me towards the Wikipedia page, uh, and it says, um, her regency, it's only a short bit, don't worry. Her regencies were inspired by Jane Austen, but unlike Austen, who wrote about and for her times, Hire was forced to include copious information about her period so that her readers would understand the setting. Mm. Now, I bring this up because uh, Paps and your um, your wife uh, both said that it was a bit heavy on the details. Word, very wordy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, some critics felt the same way, but you know, the average layman wouldn't understand much of what was going on and whatever, apparently. So it had to be very descriptive. Yeah. Yes, apparently mm. that's the case. I enjoyed that aspect of it, but yeah, it was it set yeah. the scene, didn't it, really well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it was it was intentional. Yeah. Yeah, very very intentional. Apparently. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Marvelous. Do we have anything else to uh, to comment? I don't think so. Shall we get on with the show? Yes. Enjoy. Okay. I will. I'll try. Paps segment subject. Okay, guys. Um, I'm going to do something which doesn't always work very well in a podcast, but I wanted to read to you an article, and then what I might do is uh, stop and um, um, wait for for, you know every intervals we can discuss it. Uh, It's an article. I've I've got this great app on my um, 
on my iPad. It's called Flipboard. Have you heard of Flipboard? Yes. No. Yeah, no. it's a it's a great portal. I think that's the best way of describing it. It's a portal to amalgamate. It's like an online magazine, and you can draw in feeds from wherever you want different things that interest you. Flipboard, and it's a pleasurable way of reading. So I get um, a Friday tech briefing through my Flipboard app. And uh, I often am interested in what's on there. And I clicked on a story on that tech briefing that um, was talking, the heading was streaming services add 4.6 million new subscribers during UK lockdown. And then, uh, so I clicked on that and uh, the email that sent it to me. And uh, it took me to an article from The Guardian from Friday the 15th of May. Uh, time of recording that was yesterday yeah so um so i'm going to read it to you i might stop every now and again and see if you've got a comment to add whilst we uh whilst you think about what i'm reading okay i have a comment already okay go on does flipboard work as a book with the with the flips you know it does yeah good i'd hope so because it's called flipboard okay thank yes, you that's, exactly. that's what I wanted to... and what's beautiful about flipboard is that i've been able to create my a, a magazine if you like if you using flipboard you subscribe to all these different inputs and feeds and if you like one you click a little plus arrow in the top corner of the article or um you know and then it flips it into your own board and so you can compile your own magazines of things that are interesting to you and then you can subscribe to other people's magazines a bit like you would if you were using other um i don't know what's what's one of those other services that you can use something like pinterest that's a good example yeah okay so i'll read the article then Almost 5 million British households have signed up to streaming services since the coronavirus lockdown began. As the nation turns to Netflix, Amazon Prime and Disney Plus to alleviate the impact of the restriction. There have been an estimated 4.6 million new signups to subscription video on demand. Uh, acronym for that is SVOD. Never heard of it before. SVOD. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, offerings since much of normal British life began to halt in late March, according to research. The lockdown has provided the perfect launch conditions for Disney Plus, which debuted in the UK on the 24th of March. That was good timing, wasn't it? And a day after Boris Johnson ordered the national, the nation to stay at home. Oh, are, you suggest, are you suggesting that Disney <laughs> is behind COVID? <laughs> it was all a cunning plan. Yeah, that's, um, that's maybe as coincidence. <laughs> um, yeah, Disney Plus, which launched with titles including the one hundred million dollar, eighty-two million pound live-action Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. I'm sure you guys have got something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Is estimated to have attracted one point six million subscribers in the UK in its first month. The research found that eighty-five percent of Disney Plus subscribers say that they will keep using the service after the health crisis is over. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to comment on uh, Mandalorian or anything like that? Anybody seen any of that yet? Yes. You have? Oh, wow. Yes. Um, me and my wife took out a week's free trial on Very good. Disney+. Plus. Did you binge? Watched... Did you binge it? Not as much as we probably should have. We uh... watched a lot of other Disney things as well, but we did watch maybe, I think, three or four episodes of Mandalorian. Were you impressed? Yeah, we really liked it. It was really good. It was a very interesting take on Star Wars. Um, okay. And it made characters is it prequeled to the films or what's what's always the setting of mandalorian i believe it's after the empire's falling i do yes it's before it's during sort of the empire okay yeah um i hear it's the only good disney has done to star wars so yes that sounds pretty good ah right okay (laughs) Okay, that's just a short interjection because I want to get back to the main story of being about streaming services. But I thought we couldn't move past the Mandalorian and Disney Plus without 
increased comment on that. So anyway, I'll carry on with a further 13% of people who have not yet tried Disney Plus expressing an interest in trying it. The device could be well past 2 million subscribers in the near future. The survey found that a quarter of people were more willing to consider subscribing to a streaming service during lockdown than before the crisis. Mm. So that's obviously shown a huge increase, isn't it, in online services? Yeah. Um, the appetite for fresh entertainment during lockdown when content for, from traditional channels has been exhausted along with the increased demand for tv content at all times of the day is contributing to consumers re-evaluating svod remember subscription video on demand services the report's authors conclude streaming services are also attractive in their low cost and flexibility subscribers get a one month free trial and can cancel at any time unlike most pay tv packages yeah, with yes. longer lock-in periods and much higher costs so that's like sky movies and things like that i suppose even just thinking. normal tv as well yeah it's yeah. like you've got to pay a year's worth of tv license yeah but i don't even know if i actually watch tv it's true yeah Celestial, ter terrestrial, not celestial, terrestrial <laughs> television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to the article. They provide a potentially cheaper option to traditional pay TV, something consumers are likely to become increasingly attuned to in the medium to long term. In the UK, Netflix is the market leader with 12.4 million subscribers according to the most recent figures from TV measurement body BARB. Amazon's Prime Prime Video ranks second with just over 7 million subscribers. Netflix's first quarter new global subscriber numbers were more than double its forecast at 15.8 million. Wow. Yeah. Final paragraph. Disney Plus has attracted 50 million subscribers worldwide in six months, although many have it free for a year due to subscription deals with telecoms and TV partners. Nevertheless, it took Netflix seven years to reach the same milestone after moving from DVD rental by post to streaming in 2007. And that's where the article ends. I, I think that last sentence is an interesting thing to comment on. And I know you've got other things you might want to add. But can anybody remember Netflix being a DVD rental service sent um, where they just sent the DVDs out by post before they started streaming in 2007? Anybody remember that? Not no. at all. No. <laughs> it, t it took me back and I'd have forgotten that that, that was their, their beginnings. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the article. Some interesting, lots of numbers in there. But what's, what's your thoughts on the increase in streaming services? I remember way, way back at the beginning of lockdown, Devon commented on uh, one of our episodes about how they'd had to reduce the bandwidth, hadn't they? Yes. Because, because of the increase. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got two things I'd like yeah. to say. Um, I'm actually one of your 13% that are thinking about getting Disney plus oh, but okay. but i'm very concerned that they're taking over the world or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they well, make films and they now distribute films they don't need um, cinemas anymore and mm -hmm. soon they probably won't bother putting it out because they lose money on that well they don't lose do you think money. so i have a feeling they're gonna say yeah we've made this massive budget film but you have mm. to get disney plus in order to see it they're gonna get so many more people and cinemas, um, don't, they don't need cinemas. I think the takings in the cinema um, viewings is going to far outweigh, surely. The way it works mm. is that um, at the very beginning, the producers get a lot of the... So Disney would get a lot of the percentage of the money in the first week or something like that. It was the first weekend. Right. And then from then on, it tapers off. So then the uh, movie 
the showers that the cinemas get most of the money from then on mm. um so i think percentage wise they'd prefer to get a subscriber rather mm-hmm. than uh yeah a, maybe a one-time visitor you know that's an interesting point yeah i never thought of that but there'll always be a huge number of people who want to see uh the new releases on the big screen won't they yeah but disney have a monopoly on epic films and now they can they can display mm. them wherever they want okay a bit concerning it is a bit i could agree with that yeah, yeah. But i've never realized cool. or recognized that yeah uh, the other thing i like to say is um i kind of feel like netflix netflix sort of broke the wheel it sort of it paved the way and it's struggled mm. all this time to get streaming services good mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden these other streaming services come in and they find it a lot easier you know mm. i don't know about if that's true or not but netflix seemed to be like the first big one you know i mean this article doesn't comment on others i know there are i mean there's the brit box is a new uh, service isn't it and i can't think mm. of it so i'm sure there are others as well i um, think a lot of services are still struggling um i'll say i tried disney plus and it was actually really good and it just the user interface, there wasn't much buffering. Like it was very responsive to the TV to mm-hmm. be able to actually choose what you want. So okay. that's really good. But things like Prime Video, that is still for me very slow and yeah. laggy sometimes, and it buffers when it shouldn't buffer. Well, I haven't experienced that to be honest, but I do find the interface frustrating so yeah. often. Yeah, I'm not as impressed with the interface of Prime as I am with Netflix, and obviously I have never tried Disney Plus, but. Yeah. Interface can make a big difference, can't it, to how yeah. much you enjoy the experience of searching for and and uh, bookmarking and planning your viewing. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have um, piggybacked off the success of Netflix for sure, but even so, the success of Netflix has with their things like their interface and their brand mm. is so much better than that Prime Video right now. Okay. They still have that that deep ahead, I think. Yeah. The problem with, with uh, Netflix is that they have to pay in order to display films, don't they? Yep. Disney don't have to do that. They already own all the films. Well, they've got it. Yeah, they've got all the, the films that they yeah. are showing. They own, so yep. they don't have to lose money like Netflix. They've just got to pay for the servers. That's it. Yeah. And Disney have got such a massive back catalogue. It's not just the big name, uh, big budget uh, animations that they've produced over the years. I mean, Disney have been producing live action films for decades. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know, go way, way back to my childhood and well, uh, Disney Disney films would be in live action films, yeah. you know. We went on there and I was surprised about all these films that are Disney. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. didn't even know this was Disney. This is live action. This isn't a cartoon at all. No, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, I like, can see what I can see the attraction of it. Yeah. For sure. They've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel, and yeah. obviously yeah. all the old classic Disney films. It's a big appeal. Yeah. 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 I would say probably the, without appreciating what we've just said then, um, their biggest drawback might be the name Disney because you would immediately think, I would have immediately thought, oh, that's just about cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's much, much more than that. I can understand some people might be put off by the phrase Disney. If they knew the back catalogue they were going to get access to, expands far greater and beyond you know, I think the, the, class, the classic animations yeah i think that's why in all the advertising you see it says disney plus and then underneath it says star wars marvel yeah it, it yeah. tries to make it quite obvious they've, they've tried they they recognize that could be a problem because a lot yeah. of people have got those disney animation classics in their on their dvd shelves anyway yeah you know, so why so, yeah. would you, why would you pay for a streaming service just to watch those? You know, so they have to make emphasise the fact that it's much much more than that. Yeah, yeah. Still, I find it hard to see a future where they're not on top. Yeah, to be honest, they are catching up Netflix by the looks of it. They won't be long before they're right the, up there. The the quality of the film, um, per video per per film is a lot higher on Disney Plus, I think, right. than on Netflix or on Prime Video. Because okay. Netflix Prime Video have lots of films from all over the place, from mm. everyone basically, and a yeah. lot of them are just trash. Look, uh, uh, they are, yeah. Less than <laughs> two, less than two star films I often find on Prime. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But on on Disney Plus, pretty much well, uh, most of them are good quality films because it's yeah. Disney, because they're, they are well put together and well produced films. They may not yeah. be like your style, or they might not like I don't know, be your thing, but they are well produced. Yeah. 
Good point. Thank you, guys. Anything else to conclude that segment? Uh, I just thought it was interesting because of the timing, because of the lockdown, which is gradually being released, but people still having to spend much more time in front of the TVs than usual. Um, and, and obviously the cinemas are all closed and they're not likely to open for a while. This has been an interesting, not all of industry, if you like, um, commerce is faltering. There are pockets of uh, improved. Yeah. Um, Do you think this will be the death of cinemas? I hope not. I don't think it will, no. Not just what I talked about there, but also they were struggling before the lockdown. Now they're closed for months on end. They can't make Oh, money. I see. Oh, oh, do you mean the the virus being the death of cinema or the... Um, well, a bit of both, really. Yeah, I think it depends on your, your, your independent, smaller cinema house or your, your big conglomerates. I think the conglomerates, if they're furloughed, their employees will be back to normal, I think, as soon as they can. Yeah, but yeah, furlough doesn't make up rent, does it? No, but they've invested so much, haven't they, in, in, in their infrastructure i'm sure certainly speaking for myself how big cine world is down the road from you it's not long since built that that's still going to open i'm sure and they can't afford to not crack down and make something else so, yeah yeah fair enough let's hope not anyway because i've got a subscription there that i'm waiting to pick <laughs> up on <laughs> my unlimited yeah anyway thank you gentlemen thank you let's move on shall we ford's segment subject would yeah. you guys like to talk about the final season of Game of Thrones? Heck yes, dude. That's uh, the right answer. <laughs> I thought you'd rather say, can we talk about the earliest seasons of Game oh, of yeah. Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. What, yeah well, it could be very awkward if you had said that, yes. Um, <laughs> now, why don't we say, Paps, what's yeah. this show about? What's this, What, the whole of Game of Thrones? Yeah, right. Why not? I mean, there can't be many people who've not heard of it. Um, it's obviously a uh, action fantasy story set. Is it set? I don't know when you you guys can answer those questions. I'm not the right person to ask about setting, <laughs> setting it up, have I? But I've enjoyed watching it. I must admit, I think I began watching it from the first episode when it was first broadcast in the UK uh, back in 2008, probably, wow. and um, and watched it all the way through and watched it several times now every episode but i'm not the the fanboy that you guys might be fair enough um yeah, yeah no as most people will probably know game of thrones was massive and yeah. it got out eight seasons now the reason i want to talk about the final season final one yeah is because it got a lot of people up in arms because it was <laughs> very precious uh, about their game of thrones yeah a lot of people are precious about their game of thrones and um by many people's opinions it was pretty bad it's trash, dude. Uh, okay, oh, I think that's being harsh. I it's, started, it's really not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, Go on, then. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask, what was your guys' favourite character and how did you feel about their end? <laughs> um, my favourite was Tywin Lannister. And oh, yeah. I do not feel good about how he died. That was before the final season, though, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was part of the books, even. It's in the books. Ah, so, yeah. What, on the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think that was quite... Go on. He's, he's objectively a lot smarter than Tyrion. And I think Tyrion was put in a position where he killed him. And I think it was just... Oh, you think I, he should I'm have not, seen I'm not going to say it was dumb. But still, I don't think it was dumb. But I'm just disappointed because Tywin was such like a such a powerful character in in the Game of Thrones. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. We should probably say this is quite a brutal TV show for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, you probably don't want to watch it if you have sensitive uh, no senses. Anyway, perhaps did you have a favorite character? Yeah, I think it might have been Tyrion, but I also thought of um, Mormon. Jormont, is that his name? Jormont. Jormont. Okay, I'll start again somewhere. Oh. Um, well, you want me to keep that in? Yeah. <laughs> Mormon, Mormon Jormont, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was 
Was it Mormon Jormont? Jormont. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. Yeah, that's the one. So, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy. Not, I wouldn't say it's the most exciting of the characters, um, but I was sad when he died, especially. Uh, I think that was episode three of the final season, wasn't it? Mm, that's right. In the big battle, he's one of the victims of the big battle with the um, the. The what, Night King. The Night King, yeah. Um, and then I think I, I was glad that Tyrion survived to the end because there were so many times when he could have died and nearly yeah. did. Um, and sure. I, was, I was glad. <laughs> oh, no, I was glad that he survived to the end. Me and you have got very different perspectives on the whole Game of Thrones, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Shall we talk about the Night King? What Go do you think then. about that? Oh. Because yeah, this was a controversial point. In episode three, um, well, throughout the whole TV series, it was built up that the Night King, the these zombie-like people were coming, and the head of the army mm, was the Night King. Winter is coming. Yeah. It was sort of a half-frozen man or whatever. I don't know. Um, when he finally arrives in episode three of this first se- uh, this final season, um, mm. it all gets resolved in the final episode. This big battle, and it's done. Episode three of the last season. Mm. What did you guys think to that? It was a surprise. I thought we were going to see a much more protracted conclusion. Um, yeah. So how many more episodes were there after that before the end of the season? Yeah, it was a six, six episodes. Was that was also a disappointment that they didn't, they, it felt like they tried to squash in the, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. I think they could have made a good seven, eight episodes out of that whole mm. story. Well, it, it felt like they cut it short because they did cut it short because the producers yeah. just decided to go, hang on, I don't want to be part of this anymore. I want to work in Disney. That's true. Oh. Yeah, it's Dan, D&D, isn't it? And Dan and something. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one. Um, I thought the Night King in the episode three was, um, what's the word? Anticlimactic and unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's, well... And climatic, as in, as you said, like the entire eight seasons building up the winter is coming mm. thing. So as soon as he gets here, he's dead mm. uh, without actually taking much of Westeros really at all. Um, and unbelievable because somehow Arya Stark gets nowhere. is flying through the air, like impossibly. <laughs> and then when he grabs her, he doesn't like freeze her like he does with every other human that he grabs and touches. Mm. He just sits there, holds her for a bit, doesn't grab her with her arm, doesn't do anything, just grabs her, gets and her. she stabs him. Mm. She jumps past yeah. all of these lieutenants of the Night King and somehow gets mm. in there. And why isn't Night King even there in the first place? Who knows? Yeah, it's he just... should be stood on a mountain somewhere watching, yeah. shouldn't he, from above? Yeah, I know we've so had it's that just, conversation just before. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just boring, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have compiled a list of your top six disappointments with the final season. That would be where. <laughs> where, where would that be? High up? Uh, I'd say maybe like four. Really? Oh, okay. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my problems with the Night King was that the, the symbol. They kept on scrolling a symbol yes. everywhere, and everyone looked at it like, oh, "What does this mean?" And there was no um, conclusion to that. No conclusion mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, if you remove them from the show. It doesn't change the ending at all. No, no, that's uh, true. I mean, it doesn't matter. The point, the point of the uh, what's the correct phrase for them? The the knights king, the what they're called? Baggers. White whites. White, yeah. White, white walkers. walkers. White walkers. The problem with them is that well, the, the reason for them being in the show is because it was meant to unite the rest of the humans as one force, and that was the kind of contrivance of bringing. Uh, Cersei and um, Jon Snow together, but it didn't happen, I know, but that was the whole they they were meant to unite together to save the world, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. but it turns but, out they didn't need to anyway. No. Yeah. And they didn't anyway. Exactly. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was a whole episode of trying to make that happen, wasn't it? And yeah. Yeah, as you say, yeah, it, it didn't happen. And it was another point where Tyrion might, might have died and didn't, but uh, yeah. Now, you mentioned Arya, the whole mm. faceless men thing. Yeah. I didn't really go anywhere. Was just again. Uh, yeah. yeah. She Only spent, used once. Yeah. She spent several series trying to get to somewhere where she could learn to be a faceless man and learning how to be a faceless mm. man. She comes back and she kills like a couple of dudes. That's it. 
Yeah. Yeah. She, oh yeah, she did she kill more than one. Didn't use it to sneak past the lieutenants, the White Walkers. No. Why? Like, she could have actually used it to make something more believable. Yeah, but rather than the Exactly, yeah. the writers are so lazy these last seasons. Now they have. Now they didn't have George R. R. Martin to piggyback off of and get all the good ideas from. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, she's probably explained that's the case, isn't it? That would yeah, have been much better if she'd pretended to be a white so walker. actually used what she was building yeah. her entire, the entire season and to yeah. her series of learning how to do mm. to actually end the big bad guys. That would actually add some kind of meaning to it. But it's like, oh no, she appears out of nowhere and stabs him. It's like, okay, yeah. great. Mm. Well, yeah. It's interesting to hear these comments because they're valid. They are valid. But I remember when I was recording uh, season eight as it was being broadcast in the UK for the first time, I would also record the Thronecast, like, fan yes. show, you know. And, yeah. and I don't remember anybody being negative about these final series as, uh, like we've had since, you know, since the... Con I think people were more harder on the whole series because of how the final episode perhaps ended. Maybe, Maybe that's was... correct. I remember uh, watching every single episode with Beck as they were coming out and every episode was just like, what are they doing? Like, I can't believe yeah. they're doing this to Game of Thrones. Like, Your loyalty what? was waning already, was it? Yeah. 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 Episode three was just the icing on the cake. It's like, yep, this whole season's ruined. GG. I think my, my biggest problem with the finale, if I can skip ahead, is why uh, the way they ended it. A lot of people presumed that they were going to end the Game of Thrones by destroying monarchy and bringing in democracy or something, something else, a different system. In um, the end, it's exactly the same. Game of Thrones did not end. Mm -hmm. No. If you know what I mean. The game continues. But is anybody else contending for the throne now? Well, well everyone can contend whenever they want. I mean, Bran's going to die at some point. Uh, yeah, but everybody so likes Bran, the most boring character in the whole show. <laughs> the one that no one likes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The entire time on a slip. And he, he gets the throne. Well, not that the throne exists anymore anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the throne's gone anyway, so... It's, it's just stupid, man. Mm. It's just stupid. Like, I'd much rather, like, Jon Snow... King. As much as I dislike Jon Snow as well, yeah. I feel like it's boring. And it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just but, like the classic hero guy who never dies. But I'd much rather he managed to get it because mm -hmm. it's worked for it all that time. Yeah, and he had a right to it as well. He had a right to it. Where the yeah. brand, just like this cripple guy who's yeah. just been in a sled. And, uh, I mean, he disappeared for how many episodes? Mid, mid. A whole season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other thing is. Maybe we've got quickly time to talk about. I hope, yeah. Unless you've got other things you wanted to say, but the the my biggest disappointment of the whole of the final series has to be the way that Daenerys yes. flipped. I I do not believe what she did at the end. It's like um, they really wanted her to be the bad guy, but they couldn't yeah. be bothered to set up, to give it the time to turn her into a murderer. But yeah. they just didn't. It's yeah. the same with Anakin Skywalker, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a similar feeling about this as well. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm wrong. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Other uh, opinions are available, but they're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Daenerys had shown strange characteristics throughout the entire series. Like she murdered a lot of people who were helpless. Do you mean the entire series of eight? Or yeah. Series, series eight. Series eight. Yeah. Series all, of eight, all the Game of Thrones. Really? Uh, well, yeah, when she was taking a lot of cities over in Essos, um, she just killed loads of the slavers or just... Yeah, but because they were bad guys. Did, well, they were unarmed and just sitting there. It's like, no, 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 hang on. They, she gave them plenty of chances, actually, yeah, and they betrayed yeah. her. In this series, in, that is, in Game of Thrones, the entire series, that is a fully accepted way of dealing with problems. Yeah. In some when, cases, they gave, she gave them lots of chances. In some cases, she didn't at all. Mm -hmm. She just murdered them. In any case, they were definitely our enemies. These she were was, just peasants. She was She's strong, never murdered peasants before. Yeah, she was a strong leader, but she always made choices for the weak people, I think. I think until final series, she was a, a good shining example of what a good leader should be like. I don't know about that at all. Okay. She, she went into Marine and um, just basically hung them all on the cross. It's because they were douchebags. 
It doesn't matter. That's their way of life, though. I mean, that's what they knew. They didn't know they were doing anything bad. They didn't like, they, they didn't give them the second a chance. They didn't retaliate. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> right. Well, that's going to wrap up this segment. Um, <laughs> we, won't, we won't work it out, will we? We'll always have a... There'll always be more than one, like you say. My, my main thing is that if you look back, you'll always see her coming up with lots of ideas. Or maybe she'll just grab my dragon and go and burn them all. But there's always someone to be there to be like Bane and Irene, like Tyrion, or like... Um, yeah. What was her boyfriend called? Jorah Mormont or yeah. Um, yeah. the other guy. The good-looking boyfriend, yeah, who disappeared yeah, at the end. What happened, whatever happened to him, he had to stay... In Essos, for some reason. Essos, Essos, Essos yeah. look after the cities or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there's always someone there to be in her in. And when she was up there in her dragon, above the cities of King's Landing, there was no one to be in her in at all. Yeah, she was all by herself and she just didn't let go. You know what would fix that scene? If the bells didn't ring. If she didn't know, if she yeah. thought the bells were to attack. Yeah. Because uh, previously we'd had bells being attacked. So, you know, if if she thought that the uh, the world was coming against her, that would make more sense. But when they surrender, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. In my mind. Anyway, yeah. perhaps, did you, how did you enjoy the, uh, the final season? I'm more in favour of it than you guys are, obviously. Um, I didn't have the same problems with it that you did. I can see why people have problems with it, but um, yeah. Fair enough. I, yeah. I think we know how it feels. <laughs> I know we're not rating it, but it was the most disappointing season, I guess, wasn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. I just feel like it went against everything, like the whole nature of Game of Thrones. Okay. Like the plot armour and everything, which is ridiculous. Are we very, very quickly allowed to comment on what's being filmed at the moment? Oh, go on then, if you like. I've heard, obviously, oh, yes. you know, that there are currently in production, well, probably not right at this time because of the lockdown, but they are writing and uh, preparing to film the, the prequels to the yep. whole... Um, uh, the story of the White Walkers, how they came into being, created by those tree people, weren't they? Yeah. Is, is that right? And you know more about it than I do. Children yeah. of the Forest, yeah. Yeah, so that, how do you feel about all that? Obviously, there'll be no characters in it that we really recognise, I doubt, but... Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. down. I yeah, yeah, that's... happy to find out more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's an interesting D&D universe. <laughs> as long as... D&D have nothing to do with okay, it. Okay, yeah. Writers. Well, writers. Okay. Very good. Moving on. Devon's segment. Subject. And I want to somewhat of a maybe easier tone. <laughs> less, <laughs> tone. Less, con- less controversial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, hopefully. Um, yeah. I didn't want to take up too much time, but I wanted to have a little chat because it kind of entered my mind and kind of uh, had a few questions about virtual sports. I'm not talking about esports but i kind of am i'm talking about sports in the real world that have been made into video games that now are esports like so well yeah why not <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah there's this um game Say called... that i didn't catch it virtual virtual chess 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 yeah. okay yeah yeah why not that as well um but i was thinking things like madden which is an esport it's about american football um, oh yeah, NBA 2K obviously basketball, and then obviously you got FIFA, which is for soccer or just football. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, do you think there is even like why, why do you think those things are in place? If we, they're pretty much the exact same thing, but in a computer game, there's nothing like fantastical about it. There's nothing. Mm. Um, I mean, what's the hook? Yeah, what, what's the hook that stops you from actually doing it in real life, but you actually go back and just do it on the computer as well? It's for people who want to do it, but don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Because <laughs> you, you've got these games as well, like Rocket League, which is like football, but you're doing it in cars, you're flying through the air, you've got like speed boosts and that kind of thing. It's very fantastical, so it is a hook and it's different. But I was like, why, yeah. why is there a game that is trying its hardest to stimulate real life football and yeah. actual competitive scene to it. There is actually uh, a Formula One esports series as well. There is. Yeah, I'm just looking yeah. now. I kn- I'd heard of it, but I hadn't looked at it before. Yeah. But yeah. I watched some of that before. It's actually quite interesting. Is it? I yeah. might have to get into that. 
Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it could be a lot cheaper and a lot easier to get into that than obviously working your way through the go karting, whatever it is, and trying to get noticed by some kind of Formula One team or anything like that. I don't know how yeah. you get to Formula One, but that's how a lot of people. Maybe it's a lot cheaper and easier, as I say, just to get a computer, get a game, get a steering wheel. There you go. There you mm. go. I like games to be able to do something that Correct. I wouldn't be able to do in real life. Yeah, a, a world which you can't experience elsewhere. Yeah. 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 Same things like Sims. We talked about Sims earlier, so I bring it up. Mm-hmm. I like to play a character who I'm not. I don't like to make Devon. I like to make mm-hmm. someone else and do something that I don't do, like, I don't know, uh, be a criminal or something like that. <laughs> I just want to do something that I can't do in real life. Right. On a video not, game. Or something. Might not well do. Bad, Heck. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I wonder if you guys have any thoughts. Yeah. Do you, do you I think there's, like there's room. I. I think there's room for pl- being part of that scene. If if you're interested in the, uh, for example, Formula One, if you follow the real world racing, why not be able to, to compete yourself virtually, you know, um, more than just casual gaming, isn't it? It's a whole new level of commitment, I suppose. Because you're a fan. Yeah. Would you agree? I think so as well. Uh, I yeah. Think- there's some ones that are harder to get into in real life, so I understand that a bit more. Like Formula One is, I can't mm-hmm. just go out and do that in real life. I mean, no. I, it's very, very expensive to even have like but, a, a practice run on a Formula One car. But um, you can play chess, can't you easily? Yeah, yeah. you can play chess. You can <laughs> go out and go all around. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, so I kind of understand the Formula One bit a bit more because I can't do that. So yeah. I guess I'll get a game so I can actually do that now in a video game. I but, see. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't know why people. No, I'm not know. a massive. I'm not a massive football fan or anything. But it, the few experiences I've had on football games, I actually quite enjoyed. I don't know why. More so oh. than I enjoyed actually playing in real life. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't have anything to say about that apart from what I just said. <laughs> I'm. I'm not a fan of playing. Watching. Or, or virtually playing football at all. So I can't see that I hate the control systems of football games. But anyway, <laughs> perhaps if I tried them a bit more patiently, I might do better. But you know, I kind yeah. of know what you mean, Ford, because I think we had it at youth group yes, yes, a did, couple yeah. times. And yeah, we, we played it then. And I don't know, it was, I guess it was, it was more fun than we've ever experience for playing it in real life or watching it. Also, didn't we have a demo for basketball? Yes. We used to play that over and over as well. We did, yeah. Yeah, I quite liked basketball, but I guess the game, the controlling structure is the same, isn't it, for basketball as football? Yeah. I think so. Where you select players and pass and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. It's more strategic, I think, for the solo player. If you're playing in real life, you're you're a cog in a machine and you do as you're told most of the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're playing the game, it's more you're the one calling the shots because you're playing every character. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's two different experiences. I think that's, that's a good point, actually. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. Because it is very different. Um, you're flicking through the different characters on the field or players on the field um, and being able to control everyone. Okay, I know this guy's here, I know this guy's there because I put them there because that's part mm-hmm. of my design of what strategy that I'm coming up with personally right now. Um, as, as you say, in real life, it's just I am here. We're going over this strategy that I talked about hours and hours ago in the locker room or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I have no communication really with other people on, on the field. Um, mm-hmm. I also wanted to say that these games might have a place as well, because I saw that um, there was this guy who had no arms, oh. but he's playing Madden, and he's, like, really good. Mm-hmm. What is Madden? Madden, the American football. Oh, on, oh yeah. On uh, computer, and it's, it's quite a big um, esports scene to mention. Wow. Is he competitive? Um, Can he... I think so. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So it's yeah, he plays with his feet. <laughs> yeah. wow. it's, really, it's really interesting. It's like, yeah, he, he can't go out and play in real life American football. So that, the game Madden to him is 
all that he can do in terms of American football. And maybe I was thinking like maybe that what I think I guess I can just go out and do because I don't know it's a bit, it's a bit boring. Like I don't need a video game for this because I can do it in real life. It's not the same for everybody, obviously. Well, you bring it out home, making it real. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. No, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't have too much else to say. I said it was going to be short. Okay. No, it's good. Good. Interesting ideas but and thoughts about that because I'm not giving it anything great consideration. That's probably why I haven't got a lot to say about it, but uh, never thought the validity of uh, of uh, virtual sports in quite the same way as you have there. Yeah. When, um, just describing like esports or anything like that, when you play a game, do you play it as close to yourself as possible or do you play it to kind of just have a brand new world and new character and something that you really can't do in real life or can't be? I'm not quite sure what you mean. So, like, say, if you're playing a role-playing game or mm-hmm. any game that's got, like, character creation, do you make one person that looks like yourself? And try to play yeah, I do. Yeah, yourself? I try to. You yeah. Often I will, yeah. yeah. And also, if I'm playing a driving game, I really only like to play it from the driver's perspective view. Yeah, I, I want to see and feel what the driver can see, and you know, to, I don't like top-down view, third-person perspectives. Yeah, so you actually changed my mind on this. Did I? Yeah, um, oh. when I was quite a lot younger, like me and Ford, yeah. just playing um, like top-down view, so you can see. Yeah, it yeah, felt a bit easier that way. Oh, it is easier. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You can position then, the car more easily. I remember yeah. you talking about being like in the actual cockpit view. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more immersive. So yeah. I tried it, and I was like, actually, I like this a lot more. Yeah, it adds another level of difficulty to it, and I yeah enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah. And I guess in that case, it is hard to do it in real life. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. I do it. I do enjoy the the inside the the pilot seat. Yeah, the driver's seat. Um, but if you're playing a shooter, do you prefer the first-person perspective? Or first? first, first person, I think. First person, yeah. Yeah, it just feels like mm-hmm. you're aiming properly that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. you can you can only see what the character can see, can't you? So yeah. you know, I know if I play PUBG, um, if you play it in third-person perspective, you get an advantage of being able to see over things and around things that you wouldn't really be able to see in that real situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, that's me. Thank you. Thank you very much. And now it's time for random chatting. Okay, we're moving on to our random chat of the evening. Um, we uh, went for a film last time, a recommendation from one of our listeners said Butterfly on a Wheel or Shattered mm. as the alternative title. Yes, yeah, that's a good point to, to mention that the name is got goes by two different names, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we've been promising to watch this for two weeks now, so if you haven't actually watched it, it's your own fault. We're going to talk, <laughs> talk spoilers. Um, well, I guess you could skip on if you want to, but there you go. What do you guys think? I'm I quite like yeah. <laughs> there we are. I quite liked it. We we come back with that a lot, don't we? Hitchhiker's quote. Um, uh, yeah. Go on. You go first, Devin. Yeah, I think it was really good. Um, obviously, we started listening to it because it was recommended to us. Uh, mm-hmm. That of um, was it a film contrivance? Oh no, yes. it was a character Ca- trope. Character, character trope. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was obviously always had that in my mind. We, we knew, in a, in a way, that did spoil it a little bit because we knew that somebody wasn't what we thought they you know, were. The twist, yeah, yeah. We were looking to see who that was going to be, weren't we? Yeah. I, I, I did guess quite a lot of it before it yeah. itself, but I didn't. It didn't spoil that at all to my wife. who was watching it. No, as well. okay. Um, but yeah, it was it's still when it was revealed, it was actually really interesting, and um, it was really good how they did it all. Mm, there was like, come. I'd like to point out something to that effect. You talked about the spoiler aspect that we knew that someone wasn't who it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually a thing called the spoiler paradox. Um, 
it actually turns out people enjoy things a lot more when they know how it's going to end or how it gives them the expectation of knowing what's coming actually Mm -hmm. helps weirdly enough that's why we rewatch things a lot of the time because we know how Mm -hmm. it's coming and the um, yeah the expectation is actually more pleasant than the mm -hmm. surprise because after i'd watched it because i'd paid 99p for it anyway (laughs) um i thought i'm going to go back and start watching it again because i want to see how the characters are acting with each other and interacting with each other knowing what I know about them now, having watched the end of the film. I don't know if we're allowed to say more than that, because... No, no, come on. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, so it's all about... Uh, oh, do you, uh, before we do that, do you want to comment on the the name, why it gets the name? And wh- I wonder why it's got two names. I, I think I know. Um, but where the butterfly on a wheel comes from, did he, either of you look that up? No, I didn't. Oh, right, okay. I can tell you, shall I? It's from um, I assume. Yeah, but the phrase, I've written it down. Oh, yeah, the title is taken from the phrase, who breaks a butterfly upon a wheel, meaning taking massive effort in achieving something minor. Right. So basically, and it's a quotation or, uh, from uh, Alexander Pope's epistle to Dr. Arbuthnot, Arbuthnot. Wow. from 1735 so in other words if you've got a butterfly that you wanted to kill you stick it on the wheel and like a cartwheel yeah. you could just squish it with your hand or your foot couldn't you or you could kill it by putting it or running over it with a cartwheel or something you know that's interesting that, yeah because i thought and, throughout but by the end when we see the reveal why on earth do they go to so much trouble just to end a relationship yes you're, exactly. you're saying that the title sort of is because of that yeah it's overkill on purpose the reason why that film was the title was changed for the us release to shattered was because the title was too complex for the american audience apparently (laughs) (laughs) it was too (laughs) which is which is ridiculous isn't it that well yeah if we can understand that i'm sure our american brothers and sisters can also understand the meaning of the title butterfly upon a wheel my understanding of the uh, title was very different, well, a bit different. So okay. I assumed she was the butterfly going round and round, being crushed over and over. And then by mm. the end, she was the wheel crushing the husband over and over throughout mm, the... That's a good point. Good. Well, uh, yeah. It's like a rubber reversal. That's what I thought it meant. Yeah. But the phrase is a real phrase, and it's been used in, in music as well uh, to mean taking a massive effort to achieve something minor. Oh, hang on. We need yeah. to explain the plot. Yeah, so but I said all that about the name because I, before I wanted to mention the plot. Yeah, so enough. the plot is that a couple seeming very happy, happily married, uh, suddenly have their world devastated by... Um, by um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, not by James Bond, by the Pierce Brosnan character who appears to be a psychotic um, manipulator. He says at one point, I'm now your God for 24 hours and you can do everything I say because uh, he's taken hostage this couple's daughter, young young child. Supposedly. Um, Supposedly, yeah. Uh, and so they go through a series of challenges, sequence, a series of challenges, including uh, paying for a meal in a restaurant when they've got no cash, taking all their money out the bank beforehand, so that's why they got no cash, and then he burns it and throws it away. Uh, or delivering a document that could ruin his career to another office, um, various other things as well. Which we probably mentioned uh, it's a killer man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, kill kill somebody it, it does hint at being darker than it actually goes so yeah it, it, it threatens stuff so yeah it, I, I i'd call it an 18 to be honest because it makes your mind go there you know what i mean yeah but there you go mm-hmm. as you will but in 2007 when it came out i think fifth yeah i, I think the 15 certificates rate valid i think but anyway mm-hmm. yeah um but basically the the character trope of um is that what you phrased yeah 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 uh is that in the end we realize that the woman from the happily 
married couple is not happily married and she's contrived all of the events with the Piers Brosnan character, the bad guy, uh, together. They both working together to hurt the Gerard Butler character, the happily married husband, in quote, quote, air quotations. Um, and uh, it's just really a get your own back story. Because he'd been sleeping with because Piers Brosnan's wife. That's right. So the two victims are A, the bad guy, and B, the good guy's wife, who's a good lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they've contrived a whole series of events. To... I spent I spent a lot of this film thinking, where is this going? But yeah. it really brought it all together in the last 15 minutes. It did. The last 15 yeah. minutes were quite exciting, yeah. So I guess that's how you're meant to feel, but it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, now they've got another task and they've completed uh, and, it. Where's yeah. this going? And then there's a double reveal, wasn't there, at the end? It was like, a, I knew when they left that property after he didn't shoot his mistress, Pierce Brosnan's wife, I knew there's still more to come. I thought, okay. we haven't seen everything yet. We know now that um, um, Gerard Butler's character is a bad guy. He wasn't the innocent person we thought he was. Yeah, but and what Pierce Brosnan steals. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. We knew why he was the, you know, forlorn husband who knew his wife was having an affair. Yeah. So it was a revenge thing. But I thought there's still more here. We we haven't finished here. When he went for the cigarette in the glove compartment and he lied to his wife as they drove away, yeah. uh, I thought there's more here than we haven't seen yet. So, yeah. And that, that, that bit was the fact that she was the orchestrator of it all. The pretty innocent blonde lady was the orchestrator of the whole story. I think at that point I clocked on to mm -hmm. the fact that, that that was the case. Uh, yeah. But a lot of the film, she was pretty good. But there was like one scene, very quick part, that she seemed very wooden. And I was okay. like, is that bad acting or is that a reveal? A, a slight peek under oh, the right. curtain what, actually well, she's acting. What was that? What scene? Uh, there's a particular line. I can't remember the line now. Oof. Was it when she was in the kitchen with her friend and her friend says, you've got a wonderful husband? No, she that, said, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, she kind and of looks he, over she, it. Looks, right? Yeah, but <laughs> not so sure. <laughs> we, we do notice, like, it was kind of revealed a little bit when they were by the, by the car. Yeah. And they're having a fight, and she said, she mentioned a time, like a place, I think. Yeah, so it's just like back, back then. And, yeah, and he um, basically reacts quite viciously against it. Yeah, like you're gonna bring that up, kind of thing. And then so occasionally, where... happened at this place, like we, I, I guess that he had an affair. Yeah, so we knew and something was not was off in a relationship. At the beginning, in the office, um, you see him looking at the secretary, and she had a lot of leg on show. From the camera angle, and then they winked at each other. So there was also, I thought, I mistakenly thought that his colleague who'd been overlooked for the deal at the very beginning, I thought it might be him behind it, you know, like a revenge thing with him. But on reflection, it was obvious that he winked at the, the secretary who later became, we find out, his Pierce Brosnan's wife. So it was a, a love quadrangle, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I that they they show like hints of what is actually happening. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like oh they keep me in dark until they can finally yeah. reveal something. It's like they hint it. If you're looking close enough and you're paying too much, mm -hmm. as much attention, you can piece things together a little bit. Yeah, before they reveal it. I like when films do that. Yeah, makes you think, makes you work for it, doesn't it? All, yeah. all the way up to the point where he was going in to kill his boss. I thought it was actually his boss. Yeah. And I thought the reveal was, haha, no, I've got you because I'm trying to ruin you because you're too good at your job. I don't, I yeah. don't like this. But yeah. no, it wasn't that. So do you value do you value your boss's life over your daughter's life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I thought it was um, that Piers Brosnan's character had been hurt in some kind of advertising deal. Yeah, oh, okay. that occurred to me. Yeah. 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 So I thought he was trying to take revenge or something. Because his business had been taken over by his by Gerald Butler's business or something like that. Yeah. Obviously they looked like a conglomerate who absorbed other companies and 
the negotiations and what have you. So it seemed like a, that would have been a good possibility. Yeah. Now, yeah. his accent. Yeah. Chris Frosten, what was he doing? That was weird. Irish. I don't. I thought he was trying to be Irish, yeah, which he also led me to think, yeah, but he was being full on an attempt to, it wasn't a very good Irish accent. No, and I thought, is there some terrorist link here? You know, is it Irish terrorism that it Ooh, might be good. trying to do? You know, it's racist. <laughs> but it was, no, it's not. Irish terrorism is a thing from the past, isn't it? Especially when it was made in 2007. It was quite, yeah. you know, it could there could have been a background to the story that was been. Yeah. yeah, I was blown away by his accent, especially since he is Irish. It know? was weird. It was weird. Yeah, wow. not not the best. Anything it, else you want to say? Good film. There was a couple of continuity errors. I mean, when he crashed the car on top of the thing, um, you know, crashed the car into the wall, and in the park, yeah, the multi-story car park on the top floor, and then later, there's not any dints at all in the car. Yes, uh, I noticed that. Yeah, no, nothing, no damage whatsoever. The wing, the the mirror between them, you know, the rearview mirror had fell down and was hanging, and then the next Did you scene, see it was popping it up. Well, we see him adjusting it, but I didn't know he was re refixing it. I, I thought I saw him like grabbing it, and trying okay. to fix it back in again, but maybe, maybe, but yeah. I have... um, when they were having their romantic meal before all the action starts, uh, her glass of uh, champagne chose uh empty full and then empty again Ooh, yeah nice. yeah <laughs> anyway but apart from that it was a bit i look for things like that yeah this show this film was not at all like i was expecting i was expecting a rom-com yeah i was blown out of the water with what was going on i was like what is well this? yeah did you yeah. watch it on your own or with your wives no on my own with oh, my wife i watched it with my wife yeah, yeah. She, she enjoyed she... it quite a lot she enjoyed, we both enjoyed it a lot. She was a bit frightened by it, but we both enjoyed it a lot, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how many 1,000 IQ spouse rages out of 10? <laughs> 1,000 IQ spouse rages. Would you give it? Oh, I'm going to have to go for maybe like an 8. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah. I'd watch it I, again. I'd go for 7.5, I think, a bit less. But... What do, what lessons can we learn from it, guys? What would you say? <laughs> Don't cheat. Remain loyal to your wives. Yes, it's no. not worth the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Well, His wife was just as better looking even than the secretary. I don't even understand. Yeah. Well, you don't just cheat because of looks, do you? Don't you? No. People cheat for all sorts of reasons. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. If their yeah. wives, it, often because they're actual spouses aren't making them happy, aren't being good seem per seem perfectly pleasant to me, I don't know. Uh, and this is our first bit of spiritual content in this chat. If you <laughs> yeah, wait, look after your spouse, and your spouse will look after you. I don't know if that counts as spiritual, but all right. Well, it's good advice, and it's, um, it's good likely advice. to be true, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say I'd give it seven, 700 <laughs> IQ spouses ranges out of 10. Oh, I really had a good time, but... Out of 10, out of 1,000. Oh, oh, I don't know. Out of 10, <laughs> 700, out of 1,000. Yeah. Um, no, I, I had a good time of it, but most of the film, I was like, where is this going? So yeah. the slow reveal, I mean, yeah, okay, it was great for the reveal, but if they could have made it more interesting throughout the film, that would have been great. Did you think that? Well, not interesting. Okay, okay more cohesive. Like, we're building towards something here. Yeah. So he but said there was for the, he said for the next twenty four hours, he said. And we don't even know what the time is all the time. It's like no. where's this what 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 point are we at here? Is this all happening mm. within the first hour or are we nearly there yet? Mm. You know what I mean? I suppose you're right on that account. You don't I mean, know how long you've got left of um whatever's happening. I wanted a deadline. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. that's that's fine. That was just a, a thing. Yeah. Cool. Do you know it's actually a remake of a film by the same name, A Butterfly on a Wheel, from 1915. Wow. Yeah, 1915. God. I wonder if it's the same plot or not. I think so. Anyway, moving on. It's homework time and to the loo. So yeah. now we're ready for homework. Homework uh, time. 
we've got music for next week's uh, random chat, yeah. and okay. it's perhaps it's turn to choose. What have you got you. for us? Well, I wanted to choose something from the 80s, obviously. I wanted to choose a well-thought-of album from that period. So I shortlisted five, and I based my shortlist of five on their sales, so how many millions of record sales they had. And I'll give you the rundown, okay, quickly. Are we selling out? Is that what this is? Yeah. yeah, well, no, I, I judge popularity by record sales, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Um, Michael Jackson Thriller, 47.3 million sales. Prince uh, Purple Rain album, 25 million sales. Michael Jack, Mike, George Michael, The Faith album, 25 million sales. Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, 19.6 million sales. And the album which we're going to go for, which is bottom of the list of sales, but still the most interesting one I think I'd like you to experience is Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms from year 1985 okay so my other shortlisters we might come back to again in the future i'd love to talk about some of those other albums but the one i plumped for is brothers in arms by dire straits Grand. okay i hope you, you enjoy it you can uh, listen to that before the next episode then we can all talk about it together mm. yes. excellent now thank you gentlemen now it's time to wrap up i'd say um mm -hmm. Now, you can find us on most podcasting platforms and, of course, YouTube, uh, our Twitter account, if you want to follow us along with things we talk about on there, um, is at Theory of Any Ting, that's T-I-N-G at the end. Uh, our email account is theoryofanything at hotmail.com. If you want to put anything into us, we can, uh, we can respond to it. Include in you. Next, in our next yeah. episode. We like to include others, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. We're very inclusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look forward to it. Excellent. Right. All there is to say is goodbye. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank until, you. The, until the next time we meet around the microphone. God bless and goodbye. Bye. Bye.